NBA Straya, how are you going? How are you going? It is NBA Straya. It's Monday, January 29. Two G's Mondays. I'm your host, James Clements. I'm the editor of a good website. It's called CodeBet. You can uh, also see my ugly mug on Fox Sports Lab NBA. Fox Sports Lab NFL. Pretty good. Good times. Great memories. We also have the Cricket Today podcast going off after that awesome West Indies Australia test. A football today podcast as well. Go check that out. Anyway, I'm here in Larry Armour Studios. Just chilling, not Ellen. Giving you the lowdown on all things Aussie and a bit of NBA stuff, isn't it? Uh, so Luca dropped 73. That was pretty big. Booker had 62. He also lost. Uh, Embiid ducked Jokic again. KD doesn't want a tribute video from Brooklyn. Ben Simmons could be back. And we've got a Warriors-Lakers double overtime classic. Jeez, there's a bit to talk about on today's show. So we're going to do that with some weekend winners and losers. We've got, oh yeah, no coaches were fired on the weekend either. So that's nice. Bit of a change. Uh, we've got the game wraps. We've got that's on an iPhone, mate. No mate, spot of the night. Better than Lonzo Ball. There's some year now. the unpopular opinion of the day. And how back take us. We were serving up a flame grill take. There's a combination Andrew Gay's Grand Mamba Award for outstanding achievement in the field of excellence and a Shane Hill shoot a shoot, shoot a shot, light them up award. Because that's fun. Why not do a combo? And uh, we'll pick and preview the games for tomorrow, and then that'll be it for a little while. I'll explain in just a second. All right. Without further ado, let's get into it. Episode 1028 of NBA Australia. Let's go. This is Joe Ingalls, and you're listening to NBA Australia. Watch out for the shark attack. Wow, you better. <clears throat> watch out for the uh, very sleepy gym attack. Uh, but also, you got to watch out for the, geez, there might not be any NBA strays for the rest of this week attack. That's right. I've got my uh, <clears throat> surgery tomorrow on the roof of my mouth and uh doctor's like geez yeah it's a bit bigger than we thought so uh you might take a bit more recovery it's like size of a five cent piece on the roof of my mouth they're gonna chop off uh got a bone grass so yeah your old mate jim might be knocked about so uh yeah that's like it on tuesday arvo i go under the knife so this will be the last show probably until at least this friday i'll see how i'm feeling uh, hopefully recovery goes well. Don't know how I'm going to go talking though. So might be until next week, bro. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. Doc's like, yeah, you need to take at least a week off work. I'm like, Jesus. All right. Uh, anyway, let's start today's show without just Jim whinging, AKA medical strayer. How about the, uh, daily whip around? Yeah, that's right. We had a big weekend, didn't we? Watching Luca drop 73, just laughing. <laughs> What is going on? That's right, we had the fourth highest scoring game ever. The equal fourth. Behind what? Wilt having a hundy, Kobe having the 81, and Wilt 78. So he tied Wilt and David Thompson. Did Luca? Not bad for stretched out Shane Heal, Slovenian Shane Heal. Some of the shots he was hitting were absurd. I'm going to talk about this again in a second, but Jesus Christ, if your first like reaction to Luca going fucking insane and dropping 73 and going, yeah, but yeah, defense. You're a dick. <laughs> you know how hard it is to score 73 on 33 shots? It was fucking ridiculous. What a game. Uh, 
10 dudes have ever scored more than 70, and four have come in the last year, which is interesting, though. Luca, Dame, Donnie, and Embiid. Pretty fun, pretty weird, but we had some other good stuff to, you know, talk about from the weekend. But the Luca one was awesome. Booker 62 as they lost to Indy was fucking hilarious. The Suns are just a mess. Uh, a little bit of news. Kevin Durant doesn't want a tribute video from his return to Brooklyn. Uh, no shit. I mean, if you were Brooklyn, you, this is the thing. They always bend over backwards. Oh, thanks thanks for making us relevant, Kevin. <laughs> Which is the most, like, weird, gross, dorky way to go about things. I don't know if you get a tribute video when you played 129 total games for a team, you know, in three seasons and completely, completely screwed their future ahead uh, because you brought in your dipshit mate. <laughs> Uh, anyway, Julius Randle staying in New York. He uh, had a dislocated right shoulder, so he's out for tomorrow's game. But the MRI actually came up clean, so that's good because the Knicks are playing awesome. Uh, what else happened? We had the Warriors-Lakers two overtime, which is fantastic. And everybody was up in arms about missed calls and Steve Kerr had a whinge. Oh, they shot so many free throws compared to us. It's like, oh, yeah, how many times were you attacking the rim? Steve. He's like, oh, yeah, not many, to be honest. <laughs> uh, but also, like, what, Lakers won at 145-144. LeBron was incredible. It was a classic game. Very much enjoyed it. Um, the league were also like, yep, Draymond should have been whistled for an offensive foul on a screen that he set on Vanderbilt that freed up Curry to hit that go-ahead three with a couple of seconds left in the second overtime, which is pretty fun. So the Lakers, sort of the fact that they pulled it out their ass and were uh, kissed on the pain by the refs, actually ended up working out for the Lakers, really, in the end. So that was kind of cool. The bat is back in San Antonio. There was a bat spotted inside the arena, so the uh, Coyote get to dress up as Batman, which is good. The most fun part was that Manu was there. And it's like, a bat's just attracted to Manu. Ginobili! Maybe that's it. It's like, maybe bats aren't just like hanging out in the Spurs arena. Maybe Manu just travels with, like, a horde of bats at all times. He seems like the kind of guy, you know? Uh, it was very fun to see he and Boris Diaw there, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> it's like, didn't he, he had to get, like, a uh, crazy, crazy rabies shot because he fucking slapped the first bat right out of there. Anyway, <clears throat> fun stuff that uh, Pop was out there saying, geez, we could actually use you, uh, Manu, and uh, had a bit of a joke. And Manu's like, fuck you, Pop. Because Pop was like, yeah, he's not in shape. Jesus. Ah, Ben Simmons. That's right. Box Hill Benny's upgraded to probable for tomorrow's game against Utah. That's fun. Be nice just to see him back out there, wouldn't it? So, yeah. Uh, And we also had, what? Adam Silver. I think I'm going to get some sort of contract extension. Uh, So the NBA commission is finalizing a contract extension that's expected taking through the end of the decade. I love this, though. He's finalizing a contract extension. Who's he, like, uh, like finalizing it with? <laughs> He's like, hey, Adam, I'm giving you a pay rise. Oh, okay. I better take that. I'll sign on for another five years. <laughs> Just signing his own paperwork. I love it. Good on you. Mad dog. Uh, and, yeah, as I mentioned at the top as well, we had Embiid ducking Jokic, which will pop up again in a second. Uh, just an absolute classic sort of uh, Embiid ducking the toughest competition out there. As per usual, Philly fans know what they're talking about. 
They're like, oh, what about the times where he does play? And he was also injured for like a couple of those ones where he didn't go to Denver, man. It's like, all right. Yeah, he definitely seems like the guy who's working his absolute hardest to take on Yoko. <laughs> Let's do some game raps. Game raps, game raps. Game raps, that's right. Luca dropped 73 in that big win over Atlanta. 148-143. It was awesome. Uh, they needed it down the stretch. And this is my big thing and my big problem with the, uh, oh, they don't play on a defense anymore in the NBA, man. Like, well, no, Atlanta don't play great defense. But some of the, sh- just go back and watch the shots that Luca was hitting. Like, there was even like a weird Twitter thing. It was like, oh, geez, you call this defense in modern NBA? So, yeah, it's a transition bucket where he keeps his man on his hip the entire time. Rashawn Holmes sets a good screen. He's got a fucking clear lane of the bucket. He lay- lays it in. It's like, yeah, it's a normal play. Uh, nothing to see here. Find a new slant. Uh, <clears throat> good game, though. And it came down to Dante Exum and Josh Greeny Green hitting threes and won them the game. So, happy days. Houston beat the shit out of Charlotte, 138-104. Jalen Green was good in that one, 35-10. Phoenix lost to Indy, as I mentioned. Uh, that was just, it was hilarious. Like, God bless Devin Booker and his cotton socks, but jeez. 62 and you lose. I mean, who are you? The Minnesota Timberwolves? Jesus, 133-131. Booker had 62. My takeaway from this game is that Siakam is a weapon. Like, we already knew that, of course. He had 31-7-4 in this game. Shot 14-22. But his size, his ball-handling abilities, like, as that secondary playmaker, even when you've got Nemhart out there instead of Halliburton in this game, like, it makes a huge difference just having Siakam going, hey, if I get past the ball, I don't shit my pants. <laughs> 23 and 11 for Ain't No Stopping Obi Toppin as well. 22 for both Nemhart and Naismith. Uh, and I did love the the uh, revenge. Trying to watch my voice there. Uh, game from Jalen Smith, which is fun. So, Jaden Smith, yeah. Uh, good win by the Pacers. Seriously, it's crazy. 26 and 20. Without Halliburton, they win that game against the Suns, who are fucking flaming hot. Devin Booker at 62, and they lose. Sun scored 17 points in the fourth quarter. It's absolutely gnarly. Kevin Durant, don't give him a fucking tribute video. <laughs> Bradville had 12 points on 13 shots. Thanks for coming, Brad. Uh, the Clippers beat the piss out of the Raptors, 127-107. Harden had a triple-double, 22-10-13. and 13. The Grizzlies beat the Magic Men. This was pretty crazy. Triple J had 30. Wendell had 20-9. and nine. Uh, But yeah, the Grizzlies, they just keep vending. 18 and 27 out of nowhere. Yeah, sort of sneaking around. Uh, you had Gigi Jackson not doing much in this one. And when you're like, oh, geez, it must have been one of their dudes who popped off. No, it was like a really solid just across the sort of board. Like Zion Williams had 17, 15 for the Duck Man. Vince Williams had 11, 14 for Santi Aldama. And the Magic just, I don't know, man. That team is weird at times. They couldn't buy a three. They went 9 of 34. France hit four of those. And uh, yeah. Sometimes they have those games, though, the Magic Man. You get that on the big jobs, don't you, Jim? Yes. Uh, what else? We had the Cleveland. Cleveland! Cavaliers beat the Bucks 112-1. Hundy. Uh, Giannis had the 22-11-9. This is it. Cavs are just like, yeah, we're going to beat them one of these times, aren't we? Come on, man. And then just did it. <laughs> it was pretty good. Because they beat the Bucks. Well, they lost to the Bucks 126-116 the week prior. And then, what, two weeks ago, they kicked the fuck out of them. So... They might have helped get Adrian Griffin fired. But they pulled off another big win. So they're now 27-16, the Bucs. Ah, uh, the Cavs. The Bucs, 31-14. Uh, 
Doc will be taking over. That's kind of nice. But 12-27 for Don, Donnie Mitchell here. 32-8-6. 24-14 the for Jared Allen. I'm just saying, without Mobley and Darius Rucker, Judy Garland, the two-man game works pretty bloody well. If they could have a dude who could fucking... Like, Maxi Struess should be the dude just knocking in a million points. He and my sweet baby, Karis LeVert. Just not quite there. But, I mean, Karis had 12. Struess had 11. George Niang, the minibus, had 10. But, yeah. Uh, the Bucks, look, 22-11-9 for Giannis. Damon, a rough one. 7-24 shooting overall for him for his 22 points. You get that sometimes. Bucks, they'll be fine. Um, it's weird, though, you know. It's that- Doc comes in. It's all right, boys, we're going to fix it. All right, boys, we're going to fix it. It's all right. Uh, Thunder kicked the crap out of the Pelicans that day, 107-83. Really just put the clamps on them uh, and then lost the next game. But anyway, the Spurs beat the Blazers, 116-100. Jeremy Sohan had the 31-14. Anthony Simons had 40-10. Matty T started this one at five points. And you're like, yeah, feeling good. But 21 for Kelton Johnson, 23-12-4 with two steals and two blocks for Wemby. In 29 minutes, love to see it. Big win for the Spurs, and then they won again. Incredible gear. Uh, right, what else? Yesterday, we had Washington beat Detroit. I tipped Detroit in that one. They turned around and beat the Thunder on a back-to-back, because, of course, they did. Kuz and Bogdan... No, Bojan Bogdanovich both had 30. Uh, the Knicks kicked the crap out of the Heat, 125-109. Jimmy Butler had 28 points. No one else did shit for the Heat in that game. It was a weird one watching that one, too. You're just like, guys, guys, who, what, Tyler Hero, are you going to hit a shot? He's like, nah, man, check this out, 18 points on 18 shots. Like, fucking hell, mate. Randall goes out with that bung shoulder at one point. OG Ananobi had his shots swatted by Jaime Hawkins, but Nick still kicked the crap out of him to move to 16-5 and five at home, 29-17, and 17 and absolutely rolling. Uh, Sixers Nuggets, he had basketball, Paul go for 30-13, and 13, but the Joker had the last laugh. The Nugs win at 26-16-7 and seven for Joker in the absence of Embiid, Harris, and Maxi. Uh, yeah, Nugs at home. That's what they do, 18-4. Uh, the Nets held on to beat the Rockets. Uh, when I say held on, yeah, they completely shit down their leg and nearly lost it. 37 from Cam Thomas, 106-104. They won that one. The Celtics got fucking straight killed by the Clippers. I'll tell you what, this game was nuts. But he got straight killed. On 15-96, they just put him to the sword in the third quarter with like this massive 21-zip run. And you're like, oh, oh, okay. So the game's over. <laughs> Kawhi's like, yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> 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 and uh, I'll talk about the Celtics again in a second, but yeah, it was, it was a rough shooting night. It happens. But they're now 20-2 and two at home. Uh, the Yaz beat the Hornets 134-122. Larry, that's a girl's name, Mark, and had 33-12. PJ Hamilton, Washington, dropped 43. Sure. The Bucks bounced back and beat the Pals 141-117. The Pals just in a bit of a mess at the moment. 30-12 for Giannis. 32-14 as Doc takes over. Spurs on a back-to-back. Beat the Wolves, 113-112. The end of this game was absolutely psychotic. Uh, just went back. Like, seriously, go and watch like this game because it's insane in the fourth quarter. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Scoring, 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 scoring. Spurs just sort of crept up on him and won. It was nuts. Wemby absolutely roasted Rudy Gobert with the sham god and then just fucking lays it up in. It was beautiful. And then we had that double overtime classic between the Lakers and the Warriors, 145-144. LeBron James says 36-20-12. and 12. Yeesh! I mean, that's just insane. I mean, I just don't know what to say. I, I, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. I, I, I just don't know. Steph had 46 as well. That's incredible. 
The two dudes are like 400 million years old combined, and they're still playing awesome games. You love to see it. The Kings beat the Mavs 121-15. Lucas still had 28, 10, and 17. The Kings and uh, Co. were way too good down the stretch. How, again, talk about like holding them off. It was a pretty rough fourth quarter, but the Mavs couldn't quite get over the hump. Uh, and then today we had OKC lose to the Detroit Basketball Pistons. That's right. That's right. Your West topping Oklahoma City Thunder. I'll talk about that in a second. Lose to the Pistons, 120-104. Jalen Duran had 22, 21, and 6. God, he's a weapon. 116, the Pacers beat the Greers, 110. Benny Matherin went off for 24. The Hawks, 126-125 over the Raptors on a big, deep bay. Put back. That's a big win for the Ra- uh, Hawks. They needed that because the Raps are spiraling. Hawks trying to figure out what the fuck they're doing. The Magic beat the Suns, rot row. Booker had 44. Dude goes for 106 points in two games. Not bloody bad. And they lose. Oh, it's a bit of a weird thing how that keeps happening, isn't it, Devin? 113.98. Jeez. Big win for the Orlando Magic Men. And then the Bulls held off the Blazers, 104.96. Kept, like, they kept threatening to blow it out. The Bulls. Kobe. Kobe White. Had a, uh, a couple of moments, but he was 15-9, and nine, but he shot 7-19. of 19. DeMar Rosen hit a massive three towards the end, basically, to seal it. Uh... And they needed every one of those points down the stretch because the Blazers just sort of hung with them. Like, it was a weird sort of topsy-turvy game where you're like, yeah, Portland just isn't going to go away. Chicago are like, we're trying to let you back in the game. And Portland are like, okay. <laughs> Seriously, 24 on 12 shots for Jeremy. Jeremiah, Grant. 22 and 12 for Dominating. 16 for Brogdon. The weirdest one for me was Anthony Penny Simons only having 11. He shot 4 of 15. Brutal. Anyway, let's do some weekend winners and losers. Oh, my God. I won. I won. Ah! (laughs) Recapping our day's top story, the winner of today's state lottery is me, Ken Brockman. Yeah, you got to shut up. There you go. Yeah, the sooks. They're the weekend winners, aren't they? Oh, jeez. Oh, Lucas scoring 73. Oh, fuck off, nerds. They get to win because they just get to do the thing that they love doing, which is having a fucking sook about stuff that's fun. Seriously, if your first thought when somebody scores 73 is like, yeah, it's because they don't play defense anymore. I don't know. Can we just have a bit of fun? Can we not enjoy shit sometimes? 73 fucking points is ridiculous, no matter which way you fucking carve it. So, chunky, you can carve it. And it was a wicked, like, the point that I was trying to make earlier is, like, if you're sitting there going, oh, they don't play defense, though. So just fucking watch that game. The Hawks are throwing doubles at him. The drop coverage is fucking gnarly. Like, oh, go and shoot at Luca, And he's like, this is still going to be a sick step back over the top of Jalen Johnson. Just saying, bang, he went 8-13 from downtown, 25-33 overall. That's just stupid fucking shot making a lot of the time. 15-16, the free throw line, 73 points on 33 shots. Fuck you. 21 for Jalen. Ah, Josh Green, just saying. But um, seriously, he's not even point hunting at this point. Like, he had 73. And there were some moments where it's like getting to 70, cool, massive. Like, driving to the hoop, getting fouled, forcing the fucking issue. But that's what he had to do, right? No Kyrie. Like, they're just having to, like, keep the Hawks at arm, like at arm's length, right? All the way down the stretch. And he kept driving. But the thing is, as I said, Josh Green and Dante Exum had the biggest threes of this game to win them for it. So, uh, win it for them, rather. 
And uh, so anyone sooking, oh, CB3 doesn't really care that much, or whatever. It's like, piss off. It's fun. Go hammer and tongs. We're winners for seeing fun shit like this happen. 73 is fucking incredible. Uh, also other winners, the Knicks. Jeez, the way they handled the heat was very, very gnarly. Um, OG is plus 240 in 13 games as a Nick. I don't know about you. That seems pretty good. <laughs> I mean, if you're winning your points, uh, if you're winning the plus minus to that degree in 13 games, that's just absurd, isn't it? Kind of love it. Uh, what else did we have? We had Giannis. He's a winner. Oh, but Jim, they lost a game on the weekend. Yes, but they also kicked the piss out of the Pelicans to the tune where he was able to get his phone out after a couple of missed free throws and get some uh, free wings. That's good. Raising canes? I don't know what they have, but yeah. Uh, good job by Giannis. Lakers Warriors. We were weekend winners for this one just because it was an awesome throwback and an actual sort of moment of you know the rivalry round. And that's kind of like the Dallas-Atlanta thing as well. Like, you just always look at this when Luka goes off. And you're like, oh, yeah, remember? He was drafted by Atlanta. So I guess they do have a bit of a rivalry. Trey Young had 13-11 in that game, but it was uh, not quite enough, as you can tell. But anyway, the other points out there, Warriors-Lakers was just, bang, bang, Curry from downtown. The magic of Steph Curry. Mike Breen on the call. Just awesome. And then LeBron's free throws seal the game after it. Like, again, just goes fucking straight to the cup, gets fouled, calmly hits the two fucking free throws. Very gnarly. He's going to pop up again in a second. The Spurs got two big wins on the weekend as well, and they caught another bat. So that's pretty sick. Uh, they're better than the Joker or the Riddler or the Penguin. They're just catching bats all the time. Those idiots couldn't do shit. The Kings! The Kings! A couple of wins in a row now. That's good. They needed that as well, Sacramento. So my beloved Sacramento Kings. Uh, why are they beloved, Jim? Oh, I don't know. I just kind of like them. Uh, they got the Mavs on that back-to-back. So Lucas just gassed his pierce after playing, you know, a million minutes, scoring 73. He plays a million minutes again. But that's now three wins that the Kings have got on the trot. They beat the Hawks. They beat the Warriors at the start of rivalry round and then beat the Mavs. Um, very cool. Very good win. They needed it too. They just needed a couple of settlers and they got it exactly when they needed to because I think they lost four on the trot and you're like, ugh, against pretty good teams too. So they turned around and beat a couple of other good ones. Uh, the other big ones though for the big weekend winners that I really appreciated. The Knicks, I mean, as I sort of hit on, right, they've won six in a row now. They're cruising. The Pacers are winning despite sort of Halliburton in and out, in and out, in and out. And there's the other sort of weird, strange team just floating around that just keeps on winning. I mean, the Lakers won another one. That's good. They're now above 500, so that's very handy for the Lakers. But, of course, it's the LA Clippers. They're 30 and 14, and they shit-pumped the Celtics the other day. They got straight fucking killed. But he got straight killed. It was awesome. And, like, they ripped off a 21-zip run, and the Celtics just could not buy a bucket. This is a team that was, what, 20 and 1 at home which is insane. They had one loss at home all season at this point, and the Clippers went, ah, that's cute. It'd be a real shame if somebody beat you. (laughs) (laughs) So they're 27-7 since they started after their first 10 games when they were 3-7. 27-7. It's not bad, bro. It's not bad. They're 30-14. They are cruising. Uh like, okay seeing Minnesota on top of the West, but it's because the Clippers have played two less games than them, so they're only one game back. They're 30-14 and 14 compared to the Thunder and the Wolves that are 32-14. and 14. 
And uh, look, I want to have the thunder on here, but then they blew that game to Detroit this morning. So it's like sucked in. Can't do that. And Detroit, I kind of wanted to put them on the winner's list, but the Pistons won. And then the fucking Lions lost in the NFL. So bit of a rough one. You could have gone to the Super Bowl with the Lions and uh, instead the Pistons took all the good mojo <laughs> out of Michigan today. So brutal gear there. What about weekend losers, Jim? We're not losers. No, you two are winners. Big winners. When I grow up, I want to marry a big winner like you guys. Shut up. Losers. Losers, losers. That's right, Phoenix. You can't get 62 from Booker and lose. I mean, who are you? Carl Anthony Towns and the Wolves. Uh, But also, you can't get 44 from Booker in the next game and also lose this time to the Magic. What are you doing? You're fucked up. 26 and 20. They were just absolutely rolling as well. And then they sort of just took their eyes off the prize. Beal goes a little bit off the ball. Um, what are they, well, off the boil is what I'm trying to say there. Uh, they won seven on the trot and then just sort of weirdly fell apart against the paces. And you're like, what was going on? Uh, 62 points and they just gave up like that putback from Obi Toppin. Ain't no stopping. Obi Toppin and boom, off they went. Absolutely crazy gear. I want this Suns team to be fun and good. And then they go give you games like that and you're like, what are you guys doing? God damn it. Same goes for the Pelicans, another team out west that lost both its games on the weekend. They got fucking smokerated, smokerated by both the Bucks and the Thunder. And you're like, ah, yep, Pelicans gonna pally. Um, because they do have had like, especially throughout, you know, weird little stretches in this season, right? They've had moments where they've looked like one of the best teams in the NBA. They've beaten like the Wolves and the Lakers and the Cavs and beaten the piss out of some other bad teams. Like I feel like they've beaten the Wolves twice, right? It's like they're just a really bad matchup. They've got plenty of size. And then they beat and then lost to the Mavs. They beat the Hornets. They lost to the Suns pretty badly. They put up 153 on the Yaz, kicked the shit out of them. Then they lose to the Thunder and the Bucks on the weekend by pretty hefty margins, this Pelicans team. And you're like, ah. Right. <laughs> what are we doing here again? And no one's entirely sure what this Pelicans team is, right? No Zion against the Thunder. You got Spindles Ingram. You got Valentunas and CJ McCollum. None of them could hit a shot in that game. Dyson Daniels can only do so much. And then against the Bucks, they got fucking absolutely rolled again. Uh, this time Zion came back in 23, 26 for Spindles, and no one else showed up this time. So... Yeah, it's a weird mix of stuff because it feels like they've got plenty of shooting. It feels like Dyson Daniels is the very, and, you know, Jose Alvarado, just like that sort of very solid backup point guard pair. And they just go on these weird fucking runs where they just like either shit down their leg or they fucking blow teams out. It's bizarre. They're very strange, the Pelicans, and it makes them very hard to trust or bet on. Uh, Embiid is obviously a weekend loser. He hasn't played in Denver since 2019. Oh, but Jim, he was injured in those games came at, like, you know, in the part of a big injury early, like, in those first two years. Oh, yeah? So he wasn't on the injury report. Oh, my knee's swelling out. <laughs> I think uh, you got a case of, I don't want to play Joker in altitude, which is fine, I guess. Uh, it was like, oh, yeah, the training staff had some concerns. Watching him, he just looked a bit gingered, so we'll better, better not risk it. Yeah, sure. Uh, the weird part 
in terms of the big loser aspect of Embiid is that he's only played, what, 33 of the 44 games they'd played at that point. Um, so he can miss six more for the rest of the season to hit 65 to uh, try to go back-to-back MVPs. And I don't know about you, but I like my MVPs to play games, usually. Just one of my sort of crazy criteria to be the most valuable player. I feel like you should be on the floor playing against the other good players. Instead, you got Embiid ducking him, you know, ducking Jokic to go kick the fuck out of like the Blazers tomorrow or something. Classic. He, I mean, it's not the home player MVPs. I think there's some stat that he's played sixty percent of their road games. Jesus. Uh, Raptors weekend losers. They've now lost five on the trot, and they're looking very wobbly. Like that loss to Atlanta today is just like a team that's not really on the same page. It's just a lot of Thad Young. You know, God bless him. Junk buckets, Thad Young, but God damn. Uh, 24 for Scoob in that one with eight assists. But it's kind of like, yeah, you, you take away the OG, the OG Ananobi and uh, Siakam, and without having your man RJ Barrett out there, just, oof, they're looking rough. They're just looking rough. That's five on the trot. They've lost the Bulls, the Knicks, the Grizz, the Clippers, and the Hawks. They got absolutely smashed by the Clippers as well the other day and went hard into that 20, uh, yeah, 22, 13, and 10 in that triple-double. Uh, the Heat, they've dropped six in a row as well, and that loss to New York looked ugly. The thing is, it's the Heat. So, you know, you can put them in on as many weekend losers as you want, Jim, and it's not going to matter when it's April. <laughs> They're 24 and 22, though, now. They're almost like they they've lost six in a row and they're now just sort of slipping back towards five hundred. And it's a bit worrisome. Because Terry Rouse and stuff, it's like, yep, cool, but does anyone want to play defense outside of Bam Adebayo? Anybody? Anybody? Hello, anybody? Like Terry Rose shot four or twelve and this one, that's bad Terry. That's scary Terry. I'm scared of what he's gonna put up next. Seven of eighteen for Tyler, there goes my hero, and away we go. Duncan Robinson at least hit some threes in this game, but Kevin Love has turned back into a spud. Caleb Martin is like, you know, he was the fucking Michael Jordan in last year's playoffs and then turned back into a spud. And he's sort of like that thing time and time again. Jaime Hawkins is returning from his injury. They're just a strange team. You know, they'll be there or thereabouts when it comes to fucking, you know, actual playoff gear. But in the meantime, like, they've dropped into the seventh spot back again where they were last year uh, in the East. And this is what I've sort of hit on, right? When you talk about like someone like Toronto or uh, even when you look at the Warriors, right? Like those teams that are in outside, just like outside, like they're in a different sort of echelon almost, a different tier from some of the teams ahead of them. It makes it really hard. It's like the Heat, they have to go on a big win streak to sort of clamber up ahead of Indy, Cleveland, and the Knicks, who are those next three teams ahead of them. They're tied with the Magic, who have these like, you know, big win streaks in them. The thing is, the Heat might also just win 13 straight in March, and this will all be fucking neat, so whatever. Just, it's a bit odd. It's just, you know, bam, just sort of tanks his trade value every so often when it's like the trade deadline. He's like, oh, yeah, I don't want to play anywhere else but Miami. Also, like, your entire defense is anchored by a 6'9 fucking dude who's out there trying to play against, like, the behemoths of the league anyway. Uh, okay, see. Oh, but Jim, they're on top of the West, man. Yeah, but you can't lose to Detroit and have us take you seriously. Come on. Seriously, 32 and 14, and you lose to Detroit. They were 5 and 40. <laughs> Gross. Ah. Oh. They were 0 and 25, the Pistons were, against teams above 500. Not just playoff teams, teams above 500, just in general. Uh, gross gear. 
They need to trade for Isaiah Stewart yesterday because they are as good and as young and as fun as they are. They lack toughness. That is a team. It's like, yeah, it's Chet, but we saw Wemby just fucking fold him like a goddamn folding chair. Just like camp chair. Just like, get out of my road, Chet. And Wemby's like, yep, got him. It's like more of French though. So he's like, oh, got him. Uh, <laughs> but at the same time, they're top of the West because Minnesota keep dropping games and they're the last loser here because they've dropped, what, a real rough one. They've lost three of the last five as well. The cool part is, okay, seeing Minnesota play like tomorrow or whatever. Um, but they lost to the Spurs, and the way they lost that game in San Antonio on bat day, uh, Wemby was really good, obviously. Uh, the bat was there, of course, but like this is a Spurs team that had barely won any fucking games all season and then just beat basically a team that was on top of the West. It's huge. They were down really big early as well, and Minnesota, like, I feel like I've put the mocker on them because I think it was, what, two weeks ago uh, when they pulled a win out of their ass against like, Memphis or something. And it's like, yep, the old Wolves would have shit the bed and crapped all over themselves for this one and lost the game anyway. But they fought back, and that's why they're a different team. They've since had two losses that have been 100% shitting down their own legs. Uh, The Hornets game, of course, and, of course, this one against the Spurs. So we get to see the rematch against the Thunder, though that should be an awesome one. But goddamn, Minnesota. Get a hold of yourselves, man. Get a hold of yourselves. What about the NBA Show pre-performance of the weekend? (laughs) It's Luca. He had 73. (laughs) But also, LeBron. Look, we'll play the full thing because LeBron was fucking awesome. (laughs) That's not a knife. That's a knife. So Luca has 73. He had, what, 101 points over the two nights uh, in back-to-backs. But uh, absolutely chaos. Like, it's pretty impressive when you look at Luca's stats. I think he had 101 points, 20 rebounds, and 24 assists in those two nights. So that's, what, a 50-point triple-double if you split it right down the middle <laughs> over the two nights. Not bad, bro. Uh, but LeBron. LeBron. That was a silly, silly, silly game against the Warriors. He hits a career high for rebounds in a regular season game. Uh, the 20 rebounds, the 36 points, the 12 assists, a triple-double in the win. First Laker since Kareem. To have a 36, uh, was it a 30, 20, 10, I think it was, back in 76. Absolutely absurd. The clutch free throws that he hit at the end were just massive as well. The dude's got gray in his beard, and he's out there knocking those in. So 20 years into this game, it's awesome to see him still doing it, even if it is for the Lakers. Uh, Jalen Brunson, Brunson gets an honorable mention as well because he was incredible against the Heat. 32 points, five rebounds, eight assists, a block, and a steal, and zero turnovers. That was his sixth 30 point game in seven in his last seven. So But Luca had 73. Booker had 62. That came in a loss. Uh it wasn't as bad as the Carl Anthony Towns loss. Because India are actually a good team. But it's also like not a banner day for 62 points for Devin Booker, right? You might go, oh, gee, 62, 62, Jim. It's like, yeah, but win the game. Because <laughs> if you're not winning the game when you drop 62, you may as well be Carl Anthony Towns at that point. And don't ever go full cap. Uh, 22 of 37 for Booker in that game. 6 of 12 from deep. 12 of 13 in the line. 62 points, 4 assists, 4 turnovers. Pretty bloody good, though. Who is Spud of the Weekend? Spud, 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 Spud,
the young fella. But we don't rag on the young blokes that much in the old spot of the night. Uh, we had Buddy Heald go one of eight. We had Sham Wow. You had Bones Highland also going one of eight. Brutal gear. Uh, we had another Chaos one of seven for Jaden Hardy. We had one of six for Okoro, Lugens Dort, and Zachy Collins. Uh, but yeah, Tim Hardaway, the lesser go, 3 of 12. Brad Beal, 4 of 13. Dame had that 7 of 24 shooting night. Jalen Johnson went 6 of 17 today, but got the win. Pretty weird gear floating around. Bruce Brown, 4 of 12 as the Raps lost again. Some weird stuff out there. Weird stuff out there. But, of course, the worst one was the Celtics. Uh, Harden went 2 of 11 in that game. 2 of 11 for James Harden. Unfortunately, the Celtics... Jalen Brown went, also had their own, well, Drew Holiday went 2 of 11. Jalen Brown went 3 of 13. Derek White went 0 of 8. And Al Horford went 0 of 5. I don't know about you, but I tend to think it's bad when four of your starters shoot a combined 5 of 36. And not only that, go 1 of 17 from 3. At what point do you go, hmm, maybe I shouldn't try to shoot through this? <laughs> oh, that's like the one thing that's in the back of your head sometimes, I reckon, when you watch the Celtics. It's like, uh, is it just going to all be threes? What are they going to do? And when they're absolutely on song and when they've got the Extreme Zinger meal out there with them to open up all that offense. The extreme Zinger meal. They look fucking unbeatable. But then the Clippers came in, gave them the clamps. You want me to use these clamps? That's what they did. Like Even Tatum wasn't that great. He won eight of 18 or whatever it was. But Brown, Giroux, Derek White, and Al Horford, 5 of 36. It's a veritable orchard of spuds. That's right, spuds up in the air. <laughs> Just dropping them everywhere. Uh, but the best part was I would like to personally thank Spencer Dinshitty, a.k.a. Spencer Dinwiddie, and Franz Wagner, hello, for shooting. <laughs> Woo! Chill. They shot 311, you little ripper. Thank you, Spencer Dinwiddie. God, he was bad in that game. Who's old mate? No mate, however. Old mate, no mate. 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 Who's got no mates today? Uh, George Carl dunking on Andre Godala. That was pretty fun. Damn, Andre is 40 this weekend. Impressive. I heard moles don't usually live more than five or six years in the wild. <laughs> Winky smiley face. I love George Carl because, you know, he was a coach of my beloved Seattle Supersonics for so long to get to the 96 finals. And he, I feel like he was always the one who wasn't a big fan of Andre Godala on the nugs, uh, basically giving up the ghost to, uh, you know, some of the Warriors players when they went head-to-head, especially in, like, I think a... Uh, playoff series there. And Iggy obviously just goes, right, fuck that, and joins the Warriors anyway. And so I don't think George Carl's gotten over there thinking that Andre might have been helping out the Warriors all along. It's definitely a bit of old mate, no mate's vibe. Uh, Steve Kerr, I'm not going to comment on their 43 free throws to our 16. I'm not going to comment on Steph shooting three three throws in 43 minutes. 
That's probably good, Steve Kerr, because uh, the Warriors shot 31 more three-pointers than the Lakers. Look, I don't like taking the side of the Lakers or even the refs in this game, but you can't bitch and moan about 43 free throws to 16 when you shoot 31 more three-pointers than the other team. Like, the Lakers shot 27, and the Lakers shot 58 threes. Like, AD and LeBron, all they kept doing was, like, just being in the paint, drawing fucking fouls. Like, Clay and Steph combined for 38 three-point attempts in this game. Like, I'm not some sort of fucking rocket surgeon trying to go, right, how we, how do we get more free throws? It's like, probably not shooting threes, Steve. <laughs> what are we doing? That's unbelievable. Curry took 22 threes. It's just, like, how many times do you reckon he's going to get fouled on those, Stephen? Anyway, panting of the night. Uh, self-panting by Joel Embiid. Where's Embiid at? Where's Embiid at? Enjoy that from the uh, Nugs fans. Look. Look at Brandon Miller on top of Kessler. Take that. Brandon Miller dunked Kessler into oblivion, which is pretty fun. And uh, very chaos. And Jaime Hawkes sent back that OG dunk, which is pretty fucking gnarly too. That's what Jaime Hawkes does. He's a badass. Uh, there you go. Right, what about better than Lonzo Ball? Lonzo was the best player in high school. He was the best player in college. You think you will get to the pros and be like, I made it to the pros, now I can be average. He's coming for everybody. Coming for everybody. Benny Matherin had 24-7 and an assist to block a steal and shot 9-14 of uh, with a shorthanded Pacers team just sneaking by the Grizzlies, which is pretty great. Uh, but Jalen Duran, you know how much I love Jalen Duran. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. 22 points, 21 rebounds, 6 assists. It was incredible. Jalen Duran is so fucking young. Like, I don't think people quite understand it. It's like, eh, he's pretty good, I guess. It's like, he's 20. It's like Josh Giddy vibes. It's like, the dude is basically a baby. <laughs> um, like, I hate when you think about, like, uh, players now. It's like, oh, yeah, what's his birthday? And it's like 2003. You're like, fuck off. <laughs> I didn't need to know that. I know exactly what I was doing in 2003. And this guy wasn't even born yet. Like, I remember watching basketball games in 2003 and Jalen Duran wasn't even born yet. That's how LeBron must feel when he plays against these dudes, though, right? LeBron's like, ah, uh, it's Jim. That's when I was drafted, bro. And I was already in the NBA. Now I'm playing as Jalen Duran. You're like, yeah, shit. That's probably got to feel even more weird. <laughs> but Jalen Duran was incredible in this game against the Thunders. He shot 9 of 13, 4 of 5 at the free throw line, 21 rebounds, 6 assists and a block with his 22 points. He is an absolute weapon, and I love it. Uh, righto, but here's the good stuff is uh, we've got a bit of a, what's that? Everyone's favorite segment, Jim. Is that what you're saying? That's right. The magic tweet of the day. This is so good. <laughs> so, just watch the best NBA game of the season. <laughs> the Lakers grabbed a much-needed 145-144 two-overtime win over the Warriors at a critical point of the season. What do we say? Thanks, Magic. That one actually came after, I'm so disappointed that I won't get to see Jokic versus Embiid as Embiid announced he won't be playing, but I'm excited to watch the showdown of stars LeBron James and Steph Curry at 5.30. The Lakers and the Warriors have been struggling, so this could be a season-changing win for either team. Ah, oh, that's great. What do we say? 
Thanks, Magic. The thing is, he just he was like out there just live tweeting through it. The Knicks just sealed a victory over the Heat with another dominant 31.8 assist performance by Jalen Brunson. I'm praying that Knicks forward Julius Randle did not suffer a serious injury. Randle, Randle's been playing like an all-star all season long. What do we say? Thanks, Magic. And then after the Luka game, he's just like, oh, bro, this is just fucking nuts, man. Uh, he tweeted out, what's going on in the NBA? The league is on fire with another dominant performance. This dominate performance, apparently. This time, Luka Doncic, 73 points. Wow. Blown head emoji. Congrats to Luka on his amazing 73.10 rebound game tonight, leading his Mavericks to a 148-143 win against the Hawks. Clap emoji. Thanks, Magic. I love this. Uh, but, yeah, he also gives his game recap of the uh, Lakers one. We just saw two of the all-time greats play a superb. Play superb. There you go. LeBron James hit two clutch free throws to seal the game and finished with a 36-20-12 triple-double. And my man, Steph Curry, put on a shooting clinic tonight, scoring 46 points in a losing effort. What do we say? Thanks, Magic. I love it. I'm so excited. Now I'm looking forward to the two big NFL playoff games tomorrow, the 49ers versus the Lions and the Ravens versus Kansas City. Absolutely amazing gear. Thank you, Magic. Thanks, Magic. Thanks. Uh, finally, what about Dickhead of the Weekend? Dickhead of the Week! Uh, this was probably going to be the uh, Steve Kerr vibe as well. Like, bitching him, like, I did appreciate how he sort of did the... Uh, I'm not going to comment about the... Uh, like, it's a bit of a fun piss take, right? To do the... Oh, I'm not going to comment about the free throw disparity. Like, it's like you're commenting on it, and that's funny. Good job. Also... At what point do you think you drove to the bucket or spent more time in the paint than the like than the Lakers? Like the Lakers, that's what they do. They score a lot of points in the paint. We understand how that operates. And you know what? Uh, what probably tends to draw more fouls? Uh, not three pointers. Very simple. <laughs> like it's just ridiculous. Like the full, just the simple idea of like even the points in the paint. It was sixty. For the Lakers, 54 to Golden State. But you just have this simple idea of, like, where all those shots are taking place. So you got 43 free throws and uh, just the 27 three-point attempts on 101 field goals versus 58 on 119 field goal attempts for the Golden State Warriors. You know, it's just that's how it goes. They got a lot more defensive rebounds. They're out there. Caused a lot of havoc and... Uh, Steve Kerr having a bit of a bitch and moan session. It's like, yeah, I don't know, man. This coaching gig seems a bit hard when you don't have, like, I don't know, four of the best players of all time in their prime, doesn't it? Just saying. Just saying. All right, let's do a uh, quick, yeah, Nas, and then we'll get out of here right after this. This is Cam Glidden. This is Anthony Drimmick. This is Mitch McCarran. This is Jason Kiddie. This is Daryl McDonald. Hey, guys, this is Hugh Greenwood. Yo, what's going on? This is Ellie. This is Mark Worthington or commonly known as Wertho, and you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. And 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 you're listening to NBA Australia. Yeah! All right. Yeah, now it's brought to you by the NBA Australia shop. Get your merch, get your merch. People! Get your merch, get your merch. Wear it! Get your merch, get your merch. 
Yeah, do it. NBAstrade.com slash shop or just click through on the socials. Uh, buy a t-shirt, buy a hoodie. Help your mate Jim get through the... Uh, <laughs> fucking hell. Speaking of, yeah, talk about like the uh, the dog bills for the diabetes. Fucking hell, mate. You try to get like a bit of a uh, bit of fucking surgery on your noggin. And they're like, all right, it's going to be this much, and then also this, and then also this, and then the anaesthetist. I'm like, fuck, dude. Anyway, so buy a hoodie or a t-shirt, would you? Help <laughs> my brother out. Uh, right, Dan D. I hope the fact that Lucas73 comes with an asterisk is he's only able to achieve his highest score by standing on the shoulders of two Aussies. Yeah, nah. Yeah. Like, it is weird that I think Lucas somehow copped heaps and heaps and heaps of heaps of fucking guff for the 73. While no one brought up the simple fact that Dante Exum and Josh Greeny Green hit the most important shots of that game. Like, what are we fucking doing here? Scotty B also added, wow, 73 for Doncic. He really hates Trey, especially after losing to Booker. Yeah, nah, yes. Talk about rivalry around. Like, I forgot to mention this earlier. It's like, yeah, after Dallas lost to Phoenix the other day and uh, Luca got uh, that fan, you know, sort of admitted to, like, getting the fan half sort of kicked out or just removed or whatever. And then had a crack at Tim McMahon from uh, ESPN, which is pretty funny as well. And it's like, Luca, look, you just had a bit of a fucking sook, mate. It's fine. And then he goes out, and I, I show you a 73, bang. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, got him. Uh, but it was also, yeah, he hates Atlanta, he hates Trey, and he was super pissed about that entire fucking thing and losing to the Suns. So good to, good on him. That's a good bounce back, 73. Should Kevin Durant get a video tribute in Brooklyn? Yeah, nah, yeah, of course, because if you play, I mean, 129 total games for a team and win a playoff series, actually, yeah, Anyone who has more trade requests than Playoff Series 1 should definitely get a video tribute. <laughs> Submarining a franchise because you've got shit mates. That's definitely what you should get a fucking video tribute for, you idiots. But of course Brooklyn would do it because you've got to fucking gargle the nuts of every player. Um, seriously, when you've got more trade requests than Playoff Series wins, like, fucking settle down. But KD was even out there going, yeah, don't do it. It's like, no, you shouldn't. Listen to it. Uh, unpopular opinion of the day. I think I've already hit on this one, but scoring is fun. Scoring's fun. And it's like, yeah, 70 is like, you know, a big, 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 big mark, obviously. And, oh, but geez, it just keeps happening all the time. Yeah, because we're scoring way more efficiently and we're, like, scoring from way, way, way smarter positions. Like, this is the thing. Someone like Embiid gets 70. You're like, all right, how did he do it? And it's like, well, he's forcing them into fouling him when he's, like, taking a jump shot. He's being very smart in these things. He's muscling his way to the rim. He's getting lots and lots and lots of free throws. Luke is doing the same sort of thing. You got dude like Dame or Donnie Mitchell hitting a bunch of threes, but also lots and lots of free throw lines. Like I think the biggest thing to me is that our scorers at the moment are just so fucking talented on all three sort of different levels of scoring that it's bound to sort of have like these big explosions here and there. Because if they're getting like if they're a little bit hot like Luca was the other day from three where he hit eight of his 13 or whatever, which is just crazy. Like, the sheer fucking, like, incredible shot-making ability he was showing in that game is absurd. But there's also just, like, some insane sort of step-back mid-ranges that he he's looking like Dirk out there, right? Then he's also getting the free-throw line. He's also, like, getting to the rim and getting, like, those cheap-ass layups or whatever. But scoring is fun. And I don't know why we have to rush to go, nah, nah, it's because defense is shit. It's like, nah. We've got the most talented scorers we've ever seen in the fucking game. You know? 
It's fucking crazy. And if you like, even like the thing is like you adjust for pace, you adjust for like the defensive rules. MJ, of course, would have been out here dropping 70. It's not either or. It's just that these guys are fucking super talented on all different levels. The three balls a big part of the game. And it's fucking fun when somebody goes for 70. Jesus. Even Booker, while I was watching that, I'm like, he just, has he got 31? Wait, he's got 34. It's like a first half. Oh, my God. And off he went. Like, even Carl Anthony Towns. Like, that was hilarious because they lost to fucking Charlotte. But, God damn. Scoring can be fun because basketball is fun. Oh, but, Jim, what about defense? Yeah. They're playing, like, as I said, the Hawks were throwing double teams at him. It didn't matter. And he was still fucking passing out of them and getting dudes like Dante and Greeny involved. And that's why they won the fucking game. The Carl Anthony Towns one was a bit grosser. The 70 the Booker had back in 2017 was definitely way more gross because they get their ass kicked and they were failing the other team to give the ball back to Devin. But, I mean, for it to come in a big flow of like a really sort of back and forth offensive battle, it was fun as shit. All right. What about our back takeouts? It's Monday at our back and you know what that means? Oh, yeah, we spent the weekend hunting this bugger down. We finally got it. That's right. It's paddied platypus. That's right. We got him, and we just turned him into hamburgers. Pretty gamey. Bit slippery. Don't know if I really like it, but still, it's paddy platypus. Only at our book. <laughs> our book, our back. <laughs> it's like some sort of schnitzel what we've turned it into. Check it out. It's breaded. And today's Flame Girl take is, if OKC trade for Big Beef Stew, they're winning the title. Only at Outback. It's also that Joel Embiid is a giant big fucking girl's blouse. That dude just, like, you can't have this moment where you're just, like, skipping out of every fucking, like, half-decently hard game, right? Seriously. Keep your stats up by kicking the fuck out of Portland tomorrow, but duck Denver. Like, it is weird because he's actually ducked out of Denver, Minnesota, Boston, New Orleans, and Orlando. He's beaten the piss out of Charlotte twice, Detroit twice, D.C., Brooklyn. The two tough road games he's actually played, Milwaukee and OKC, and that's it. Yeah, that's all right. Go off. Drop 70 on bad teams. I mean, Luka kind of did that as well, but Atlanta aren't that bad. (laughs) All right, straight player watch right after this. This is Shane Hill, and you're listening to NBA Australia. All right, let's do it. Australian Player Watch, uh, because, yeah, I won't be doing a show for a week or so, probably. So the good thing is we had Paddy out there a little bit over the weekend. Um, he was in that dallas Luca game. He was out there for five minutes, but he just got five minutes of uh, cardio because he had a five, he had a five trillion. Five zero 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 because he didn't do anything else apart from yeah run around. Uh, good job though, Patty. He played fifteen minutes against the Raptors. He had zero points, three rebounds, one assist, and a steal, which is pretty good. Oh, of two from downtown in that one. Those were his field goal attempts. But the good thing is, like with Trey in and out of the lineup, Quinn Snyder has realized, oh fuck, it's also the trade deadline, so we better play Patty. Uh, what about Jingling Joe Ingles? Had a bit of a rough one today, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. It, well, actually, no, today wasn't too bad against Phoenix. He had six points, two rebounds, two assists, uh, but he had the three fouls. He went two or four from three, 
Uh, they were all his field goal attempts. He went one of five against Memphis, though, in that weird loss to the Magic Hat. He had two points, zero other stats. He went 0 of four from downtown in that one. I was watching that one going, Jingles, just uh, can you hit a shot? And he was not looking great. But anyway, uh, Dyson Daniels, the vacuum, 17 minutes against OKC, and his good mate Josh Giddy, five points, four turnovers in his 17 minutes. They got their ass kicked in that game anyway, though. He went one of one from downtown. Five points, one rebound, one block. And then today against the Milwaukee Bucks, I heard it's Algonquin for the good land. He played 18 minutes. He had zero points, two rebounds, three assists to block and a steal. He went 0 of 1 from the floor. That's right. You get that on the big job sometimes. Dyson as well. It's like the limited minutes, I think it really doesn't help him. When he's playing big minutes, he looks much better. He gets into much more of a groove. The sort of stop-start nature of this one doesn't seem to tend to like, you know, like his... You know, groove-finding play style. There we go. Uh, Gids, in that big win over the Pelicans, he only played 23 minutes. He only took four shots. He had four points. He had six assists and five rebounds with a block and a steal. Oh, one from three. He has not hit a three since the 19th of January. He has since gone 0 of 9. Uh, but he did have 12 points, nine rebounds, five assists and a block today against that Detroit Pistons team that they lost to. He went 5 of 10 from the floor. But, uh, yeah, cop the L. Rock him, sock him, block him, jock him, Landau, the rooster. <laughs> Against Charlotte, he had 6.6 rebounds, 2 assists, a block, and a steal. Shot 3 of 5 in that big Houston win back on uh, Saturday. Very nice. And then uh, today, in that loss to Brooklyn, he played 6 minutes, went 0 of 2 from the floor. He had 2 rebounds and an assist uh, and 2 fouls, but that was it. Still, good to see he's actually playing a little bit more as well. Maybe he's, uh, I don't know, copped a bit of a Ime Yudoka chat He's actually getting a bit of run, which is nice, isn't it? Uh, what about Josh Greeny Green and our man Dante Sexum up Exum? Uh, they obviously had a couple of good games on the weekend. They had the big game against Atlanta, and Greeny went off in that one. He had 21 points, four assists, two rebounds. He also had five fouls because the refs are fucking anti-Australian burnished it. Eight of 12 he shot, though. Four or five of which for from downtown. You love it when Greeny has a game like that. And then in the Sacramento game, he went, what? 11 points, 3 rebounds, 5 assists, 4 of 9 from the floor, 2 of 6 from 3. Uh, not as good, but still, they lost. It was on a back-to-back. Again, big job. You get that sometimes. Uh, Dante Sexum up Exum in that loss. Uh, in the win over Atlanta, he hit that big 3. He had 9 points and 3 assists in 27 minutes off the bench. 3 of 6 from the floor, 2 of 2 from downtown, 1 or 2 at the line. Just really good. 9 points, 3 assists. Love Dante Exum. God, he's good. Uh, and then didn't play in the back-to-back because obviously coming back from his heel contusion, not a giant surprise there. Aussie Matty, two against the San Antonio Bandera Spurs. He had five points, four assists, two steals and a rebound, two of five shooting, one of four from downtown. And then against Chicago, he had seven points, two rebounds and assists and a block. How about the Grim Reefer, a.k.a. the Great Barrier Reef, a.k.a. Duop? Go check out the uh, video that Matisse made about Duop. Love it. 13 minutes against the San Antonio Bandera Spurs. He had three points, three rebounds. Shot one of four and oh, two from three. And then today, just let rip. He had like five three attempts uh, really early on against Chicago in like the first two quarters. It's like, Jesus, do it. Just fucking settle down, mate. He's like, never. I will never settle down, Jim. I'm like, that's fair played. Ends up with three points, three rebounds. Again, he shot one of seven, all of which were from downtown to do up. In 11 minutes. That's uh, Chauncey Billups going, do up, can you stop shooting threes? He's like, I will never stop shooting threes. <laughs> and here we are. 
<laughs> and of course, Box Hill Benny back tomorrow. You'll love to see that. Of course, Box Hill Benny comes back when I'm about to go under the fucking knife and take a couple of days off. That is a kick in the dick. All right, what about Andrew Gay's Grey Mum Award for outstanding achievement in the field of excellence? It's the first Andrew Gay's Grey Mumba. Clap it up. There you go. Love it. Absolutely love it. LeBron James, third Lakers player ever to have 30 points, 20 rebounds, and 10 assists in a game. Uh, the other two, Elgin Baylor and Kareem, not bloody bad. 36, 20, and 12. It's fucking awesome. What a game. Absolute chaos. Uh, but also, Luca, 73 points. As I said, 25 of 33. So can we fire it up? Let's do it. He threw it down. Are you healed? Are you healed? Praise the Lord, I'm healed. Praise the Lord, for I'm healed. It is the Shane Heal. Shoot his shoot. Shoot your shot. Light him up award. Oh, you better. Because... The 73 points came on 25 of 33 shooting. 25 of 33. You're taking the piss, mate. It's absolutely absurd. Uh, But it was very, very fun because he shot 76% from the floor. Like, what are we doing? That's just incredible. 25 of 33 from the floor. 15 to 16 from the free throw line. Was it 8 of 13 from three? Just... Stupid. On top of that, though, he also donated seventy three thousand to, or uh, well, raising canes donated seventy three thousand to the Luka Doncic seventy seven Foundation, which is very cool. So, what a legend! That is just some absurd shot making. Absolutely, as I said, stretched out Slovenian Shane Hill. Very cool. So that's the most points in a game with a ninety plus true shooting percentage, Luka. Uh, Harden did it in 2017 with 56. Fred Van Vliet did it in 2021 with 54. And Kyrie did it in 2020 with 54 as well. 73, though, with a plus 90% true shooting percentage is fucking just absurd. Absurd. It's the most points in the game since Kobe at 81. Like, absolute flames coming out. Yes. All right, Patty Mills game day, boy, game day, Twitter check-in time. I think we had some more Dante's pop-off as well. Which is always good. Uh, but I think I looked at the Dante one, so now it's disappeared. Because of course it has. Dante. There he is. One new post. Oh, that's right. He has the fits. Energy. Just him walking in. It's like, can you get a pair of jeans that don't have holes in them, Dante? <laughs> now I'm sounding like my old man. But he does have... He's wearing a nice pair of tracky dacks in the third photo. I do like that he's literally just like walking through like... Yarraville. Brody. Somewhere. Just hanging out. Good on you, Dante. Bit of a legend. Uh, and I believe we've got Patty Mills. So Patty Mills, so obviously the, uh, so Benny Mills, he's old man. Congratulations to Penny. Patty, named as an inaugural recipient of the Australian Embassy Award for Sport. The award recognises Mills' achievement as a leader in his sport and in proudly representing Australia on the international stage. Hashtag Aussie Hoops. It is legendary gear from Patty, and it looks incredible. So... I'm very, very proud of that, man. That was a great job. And as I tweeted out, we're fucking lucky to have him. All right. 
Let's do some game previews. Game previews. Game previews. Thanks, Inadvertent Bane. Not a problem, Jim. How's it all going? Yeah, look. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't expecting to be taking a week off work for recovery from fucking surgery. I'll tell you that much, but should be right. We do have some awesome games tomorrow, though. Uh, so we've got Clippers at Cleveland. Clippers are minus two and a half. The way the Clippers are playing at the moment, I'm going to go the Clippers in that one. Uh, with the wings coming out the wazoo like they do, with Donnie Mitchell on one side, I think the Clippers will be too good for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, especially with that, like, you know, Jared Allen is very good, but like with the limited-ish kind of offensive skill set, I'm not really afraid if I'm the Clippers. So give me the Clips minus two and a half. The Knickerbockers of New York City go to Charlotte without Julius Randle, and the line is seven and a half. Look, the Hornets got fucking smoked. Smoked, I tell you, by the Clippers the other day, right? And I don't want to take the Charlotte Hornets. I'm also a little bit worried about this Knicks team, Sandra Randall. It's OG and Brunson, though. They're probably okay. I think Charlotte, I'm not going to trust them even with the plus seven and a half at the moment because, what, they lost by seven to the Pistons. They lost by 34 to the Rockets. And they lost by 12 to the Yaz. So give me the 7.5 for the Knicks on the road. Phoenix go to Miami. I'll take the Heat minus 3.5 in a, a bounce-back spot against the Suns. Both teams on the losers list, obviously. Uh, Miami on a bigger losing streak. I think Jimmy Butler and co. will come out at least with a bit of a fire in their ass to try and beat this Phoenix scene that'll be on a back-to-back. So I'll take Miami minus 3.5. Just because I think between Hero, Caleb Martin... Jimmy Butts, bam. There's enough sort of defense, offensive sort of balance there that they should, should be too good for my uh, for Phoenix at home with Phoenix on a back-to-back. Uh, what else have we got? We've got Utah going to Brooklyn. The Nets, uh, look, they pulled a couple of wins out of their ass. The Houston win where they just fucking fell over themselves to win it. Uh, but Utah are a smashing team. So I'm going to s- still go with Utah, plus one and a half. Like, it feels like it's a tough ass for Brooklyn to slow down Larry. That's a girl's, girl's name, Marketing. Utah going to Brooklyn. That'll be fine. Plus one and a half. Give me that. Washington, San Antonio with the Spurs. The Spurs. I'm going to go the Spurs minus three and a half against this horrible Wiz team. Spurs should win that one. Could they win three in a row? Question mark? Yes. Uh, The Lakers go to Houston. The Lakers. The Lakers. Uh, I think they can win this in Houston. I don't know why they're one and a half point underdogs. That might be like, uh, we're going to rest LeBron in that one. Uh, but even then, I don't mind the Lakers just to go at Houston and sort of start cranking up. Vanderbilt and Russell have been really fucking good. Just saying. Uh, so I'm taking the Lakers plus one and a half. The Grizzlies host the Kings. The Kings, as I said, nice three-game win streak. They do tend to make it hard on themselves sometimes. And Memphis have been playing with a lot of grit and hustle, as you'd expect. Plus seven and a half. I'm going to go the Grizzlies plus seven and a half. Dallas minus five and a half over Orlando. The Magic just beat the Suns back-to-back. They go from Orlando to Dallas. I expect the Mavs to win this, even though the Mavs' uh, injury list is a little bit long. I think they'll have enough there. Millie Walker, go to Denver. This is a banner game, isn't it? Let's go. Giannis, Dame, Joker, Jamage, Mull, Murray, Doc Rivers on the sideline. Let's go. I'm going to go Denver minus four and a half still at home. I think a new coach is going to get a bit wonky, a bit weird, and I expect Denver to roll. They've also got a shit ton of size on the wings, and I think that'll probably fuck Milwaukee up a little bit too. Uh, and finally, Philly go to Portland. Look for Embiid to drop 70 on uh, DeAndre Ayton. You can't tell me that I pick on bad teams. 
picks on a bad team. Um, I'm going to go the Sixers minus eight and a half in Portland. Portland were right there with Chicago today, but the Sixers should be a little bit too good. Look, it might depend on the uh, injury list. If Embiid plays, I'm definitely taking Philly. If he doesn't, I'd probably stick with Portland plus eight and a half, but there you go. Uh, And that's it. Um, So... In terms of the picks, I'll post the, as I did over my, you know, when we're down the beach, I'll post my picks up on Twitter each day, so go check it out, and uh, we'll see how we go. I'll manage to keep track of them. Whilst I'm recovering and not doing shows, and if I'm feeling all right, like, I'll see how I go, like, doing a show maybe on Friday. But yeah, definitely nothing tomorrow, because I'll be under the knife. Wednesday, probably real recovery mode, and we'll see how we're doing Thursday, Friday, but yeah, no work, fucking anything. It's crazy, man. But I should be all good. So, all right. We will be back when we are. So probably, you know, at least hopefully next week, Monday. Hopefully earlier. So keep an ear out. Keep an eye out. I'll be posting the pics anyway. So uh, in the meantime, make sure you're following NBA Australia on Twitter, Basie, IG. We're all over the socials. And we might try to kick up the socials a little bit more while I'm not, you know, working and doing the show each day. I try to do a little bit more stuff on there if I can manage it. Uh, check out NFL Australia with myself and Gaz. We're taping the Super Bowl preview championship weekend wrap-up show tonight. Because uh, obviously, surgery tomorrow. Can't do it after that. Uh, so that'll be a fun one. Check out Cricket Today podcast. Absolutely smashed it after that awesome test match against the Windies. Very fun stuff. And the Football Today podcast. If you're into your soccer, go check that out. Covering everything from the world of shocker. Check us a rating review on your podcast app, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, whatever app you use on your Android phone. It does help out. So please go and rate, review it, leave a nice note, whatever you need to do. It would be very handy. Get around NBAstrade.com slash shop and get your merch. And a big thanks to From Oslo for the intro and outro song. Check out House Hats, Joshua De Laurentiis, Fascinated Goldmines, Ramshack Alami, Iowa, Sex Jedi, Green, 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 and Dozers for all the tunes you hear throughout the show. Smash them all on Bandcamp, Triple J and Earth, Facey, Apple Music, Spotify. Obviously, tunes, follow your bands, do that. NBA Australia, Sports Australia, Burns. Uh, we'll close out with a daily review, a very quick one, and we will speak to you next time, you dickheads. Probably, yeah. Keep your ears open. We'll pop up when we can. You know I love you. All right. It's NBA Australia saying, look after yourselves, would you? And later, who's in now? It's your old mate Deli over here just swinging by for my latest pop culture view, eh? And i got to tell you, just the other day, I'm just like fucking cruising along, just like, oh yeah, what are we going to watch tonight? And the missus, she's like, I don't know. i got a couple of ideas, and you're like, oh yeah, fucking sick, man. And she chucked on some fucking rom-com with like Sandy Bullock and shit in it. I'm like, what is going on here, man? And she's like, oh, I love Sandy Boo. And I'm like, oh, fucking all right. And it's like, Sandra Bullock, it's like, mate, she's been around for like a million years now. Still a smoke show, though. And you're like, yeah, it's fucking great. But this movie was weird as fuck because it had like, you man, is it Channing Tatum's? Yeah, Channing Tatum's. And it's like, oh, okay, man. Yeah, Channing Tatum's, he's all right. He's pretty funny. But like, I don't know. It was called like The Lost City or some shit. And I'm like, hang on a second. I've seen this movie before. Wasn't it that one that with like Michael Douglas and shit in it? Romance in the Stones? And it's like, I think it's basically the same fucking movie, man. So, yeah, it's pretty weird.
but still really enjoyed it because Sandy Boo and Tannen Tatum's is very good. So, look, I'll give it probably like 16 out of 10 daily ones because it was rollicking fun, but also like just kind of a remake and no one fucking said shit. So, yeah, go check it out. I think it was on the Netflixes. So, all right, there you go. That's it for me for this week. We'll catch us next time. Lighter fuckers. Go United. Deli out.